Uh, hi, Columbia. You listen KCOU 88.1 FM. Have a groovy time. Them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. It's hard to yell when the bat rails in your mouth. Woo! Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to salute your sport. Hello, world, and welcome back to another fantastic edition of Salute your sports i am back this week your host matthew terry after being gone from the show last week and before i do our other introductions i want to preface this by saying that this was supposed to be the week where everyone got back together where everyone was back for a salute your sports for the first time in a month me james and chris and then James just didn't show up. <laughs> I don't know where he is either. We do not have an we do not have a location on one James Stanley. Chris Mitchell is here. We do not have a visual. And since uh, James Stanley was supposed to be on the show, and he is not here, like I have mentioned already, uh, it's just me and Chris. Just uh, we don't have a third. <laughs> we can make it if we try. But we just don't know of us. what's going on. <laughs> so uh, a bit of a. Uh, a bit of a background as to why we think James is gone, or at least why I think James is gone. Uh, there has been a bit of confusion as to whether or not we would get to do the show today because Mizzou baseball is playing right now. That's right. And that is on KCOU Sports, our C stream, the brown box and KCOU.fm. Right. So, that beautiful brown box. On Sunday, when we realize, or on Monday rather, when we, we realized that that game would be happening at Wednesday at 4, the three of us just assumed that we would get bumped off the A stream and the baseball game, this the FM stream, and the baseball game would be put on there. Uh, that didn't happen. Uh, we were told yesterday by almighty program director Colacasio <laughs> that we would get to keep our spot. And so I texted this information to James and Chris, and I have not heard from James since. So what I think happened is that James has just been ignoring my texts. <laughs> and Mine too, apparently. Yeah, all of our texts. Uh, I texted show plan. I texted James asking him blatantly where was he. And we just don't know where James Stanley is. So where in the world is James Stanley, Chris? <laughs> Ooh, ah, boop, boom, boom. Ooh, ah, boom, 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 boom. Where in the world is our producer, James? So Chris is producing. I'm still hosting. <laughs> And we're going to continue with our normally scheduled show, which uh, will be a trip because we don't have the usual third talking head yeah, to uh, give me a break whenever I'm done spewing whatever nonsense comes out of my mouth. <laughs> and we did have a very big week in Mizzou sports. That's I right. feel like it's the last time Jordan Geist stepped onto the court at Mizzou Arena, or just in a Mizzou basketball jersey, rather. Yeah. Happened this past week. So, a big sad is Mizzou lost in the SEC men's tournaments. They beat Georgia in the first game and lost to Auburn on Friday. Yep, got the revenge from last year, but just wasn't enough to carry enough momentum into the next game. Yep, the women's basketball NCAA tournament was announced. The brackets, we will be talking about Mizzou's draw. They are a seven seed, taking on Drake in the first round. We'll talk about that matchup. 
Of course, we'll talk about our baseball and softball recap of the past week or so. See what's going on there. We had an Orna scheduled, but <laughs> we I, both have one. I don't have one. I oh. thought I, I thought I had one, and then I realized the research would take more than ten minutes, so now I don't have one. <laughs> That's fair. So I don't have one. Uh, J- Chris does, but I don't know how fun that would be if you're just asking me questions, <laughs> and I'm just sitting here struggling. And I also <laughs> don't like get the thrill of beating somebody in true. or not if there's no one for me to face. So it takes out a lot of the thrill if there's no like bragging rights on the line. It could be like you versus like a Colin. Okay. You know, we could take Colin. <laughs> we we, so if we don't do or not, which we probably will not because we don't have a third person, then we will just talk about whatever comes to our minds. That's right. There's and, a lot to talk about, honestly. Um, and then we will end the show the way we usually end it with either airing of grievances or statement of the week. Every time someone passes by our studio, I look back to see if it's James. <laughs> They're like frantically steamrolling by with his backpack on and his Royals hat. No such luck. But no such luck as I continue to stall for time. Or is in a, a, a team of choice. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> this was a segment that we had prepared for that I talked about last week. Uh, the men's basketball team, their season is done. The 2018-19 season, in many's eyes, is mercifully done. Finally, at long last. At and, last. And over. And so we are presenting what is called the eulogy. Okay. I think the, I got eulogy music. Uh, I, I was hoping so. I got some right here. The eulogy to the Missouri men's basketball team. <laughs> because, oof. Oof to. There's a... That certainly was a season, and as soon as Chris gets this music ready, as I continue to do what I do best and just talk about nonsense and stall for time. And here we go. Thank you. Ladies, gentlemen, Tiger fans worldwide, thank you for joining me today as as we lay to bed. The 2018-2019 Missouri men's basketball team. It was a season that was doomed from the start. A team that was doomed the second that Jonte Porter tore his ACL in a scrimmage against Wisconsin. It was a season that was doomed when they lost to Iowa State, when they lost to Temple, and when they started SEC play. A season that included many highs, such as beating Xavier by 15 at home. The Jordan Geist buzzer beater against Central Florida. And beating Illinois for the first time in six years. <laughs> but it also featured four double-digit blown leads in the second half. It featured a four-game SEC losing streak. It featured a one-in-six starts to conference play. And it just featured so much frustration that I could not handle it. Featured Jeremiah Tillman fouling out 10 times. Featured Torrance Watson not scoring until like the last four games of the season. Jordan guys turnovers. Xavier Pinson passes out of bounds. Mark Smith injuries. Javon Pickett injuries. And any good thing that could have happened to this Missouri Tigers team just did not happen. Kevin Perrier being inert. Kevin Perrier forgetting how to play basketball. Reed Nico being on the court for extended periods of time. Jeremiah Tillman needing needing wisdom tooth surgery in the middle of the game. 
<laughs> and read Nico having to play. It was an interesting season. It was a season I will not look back on fondly. But a season that will be defined by one thing and one thing only. And that is the Jordan Geist experience. As the Jordan Geist experience was laid to rest in Nashville, Tennessee this past weekend. So thank you all for joining us. To this Missouri men's basketball team, I say amen. I say ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Please don't come out of your grave. Yes. I don't want to see you again. Never, ever, ever make me go through a season where they blow this many, this many leads. <laughs> I feel like if you like, I don't know, just went like 500 overall mm-hmm. in like games where you had like a, where like you had a 10 point lead and you kept it, you'd probably be in the NIT right now. Yeah. If Mizzou, <laughs> like if Mizzou, this is a tall task, didn't blow any of the uh, four, we'll go four. Double-digit second-half leads. They finish 9-9 and in conference. That's good for an IT, I think. They finish 9-9 and in conference. They finish 19-13 and overall. Florida goes to the NCAA tournament 9-9, and 19-15 overall. This Mizzou team knocks on the door for a tournament appearance. You have to think they'd get in over Arizona State if they just didn't blow any of these leads. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm feeling. I don't think they're going to give any uh, Pac-12 team any any slack. Any more love than they already gave them. Absolutely not, which is zero. No love for the Pac-12. So the season was over. Season's over, thankfully, mercifully. The uh, loss to Auburn being the last game of the season, losing that one, 81-71, to in a game where Jordan Guy scored 25 points. Now, we've been a lot of, been very negative so far. I want to talk about the positives, and that was Jordan Geist's 55 points in the SEC tournament. Yeah, in he, two games. You <laughs> scored a lot of points, Jack. Twenty set, Jordan Geist set two season highs in the SEC tournament. In, a, in tournament, not like regular season against like piddly mid-majors. Exactly. The tournament, dog. Jordan Geist, who finished against Auburn, playing 38 minutes, 7 for 14, 5 for 11 from 3, 25 points. Ooh. Also having a massive game against the fellow Tigers being Torrance Watson. Six for 11 from the field, six for nine from three, and a very nice 20 points for Mr. Watson, the freshman, who really came on strong towards the end of the year. Yeah, I agree with that. Thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm looking up their, uh, I'm looking up uh, box score, ah. box scores right now. But they were undone by the three-point shooting of the Auburn Tigers. Auburn, who shot 12 for 34 in the uh, overall in the game, but Bryce Brown hit five three-pointers in the second half. Jared Harper had a three-pointer in the second half. Brown finished with 17 points. Harper only finished with five. Yeah, Harper only finished with five because he had a bad game, and Auburn still won by 10. That's right. That was a, that was a powerful three-pointer he hit, though. Oh, yes. <laughs> Poor Spencer, Chuma, Kiki. I only know these players because I called this game. Right. Also had very good games. For the Tigers, and what uh, turned out to be Mizzou's last game of the season. The game against Georgia, Mizzou did win. However, I do not recommend going out of your way to try and find highlights of this unless you just right like now. watching Georgia miss like 15 free throws. <laughs> that was what did him in this time, free throws? Yep, that is a, that's what did him in this time. Is they went to the line 36 times and only hit 21 of their free throws in an eight-point loss. Good golly. I'm yes. just looking at this hit, right now. Yes, <laughs> hit your free throws, kids. That is the lesson. Hit your free throws. Because Georgia could have easily won that game if they just hit half of those free throws they missed. <laughs> Uh, Tigers, by comparison, hit most of their free throws. 
Yes. Drink guys hit 10 of his 13 free throws. That was a game where there were like 60 combined free throw shots. That's where most of the scoring in this game came in. Yes. Do I want to qualify that as good? No. <laughs> we do not want to qualify that as good. Okay. Just making sure. It was very not good. It's a lot of fouling. I just sit there and call free throw, free throw. Georgia misses another free throw. <laughs> 71-61 final. I feel like Ge at some point you have to like kind of like enjoy the novelty of them missing so many free throws, right? I mean, part of me, yes, it was kind of funny to watch. It was funny to watch Claxton go 7 for 13 from the line, and everyone else just could not shoot. 21 for 36, shooting 60%. Mizzou shot 82%. <sighs> Mizzou could not hit from three in this game. Three for 11. From beyond the arc, two of those coming yeah. by. Who else? Jordan Geist. That's right. 30 points for Mr. Jordan Geist in this game. That is a career high. And really just did not seem like he wanted to stop playing for the Tigers in this tournament. No, man. He just had, he just played with the Fireners, but which uh, he kind of, do I want to say he slowed down a little bit towards like the end of the season? A little bit. Then he just went like supernova yeah it turns out he was just saving super saiyan jordan geist mode for the <laughs> sec tournament yeah and apparently that takes mizzou to like a 10 point loss to the eventual champions which i can deal with yeah that, i'm fine with that you can me af after what happened after what auburn did to mizzou earlier this season i'm down with losing by 10 i guess the big thing that stood out to me over the last course of the season is how well torrence watson played over and it showed that mizzou basketball has a future it has it a does. bright future between pinson with the way he played down the stretch a uh, game against Auburn aside where he had a just tremendously awful game. The way Torrance Watson played down the stretch, Pickett played well throughout the start of the season, got hampered by injuries towards a little bit. But Watson, Mark Smith are going to be coming back. Pinson, those are going to be your top three guards. You have Drew Smith as well and Mario McKinney. Mizzou's backcourt is going to be very deep and very good next year. Yeah, that's what you, that's what you hope. Yeah. But yeah, if like yeah, if what we see from Pinson like right now from Pickett, from uh, Torrance Watson, is any indication, <laughs> like knock on wood, they stay healthy and they just keep on improving, and Martin's Consul Martin's able to like keep on like building these players up, then yeah, they should be very entertaining to watch. They should, but who knows? Because this is Mizzou basketball. This is the Missouri athletic just program yeah and any team that's not wrestling is doomed from the start <laughs> wrestling man wrestling wrestling got that on lock oh yeah what. tiger style baby Woo. all right so that'll be the end of our first segment real quick we're going to take a short break when we come back staying with basketball women's basketball going to the ncaa tournaments this weekend we'll talk about that we'll talk about how we think they can do we have much more coming up here on Salute Your Sports. Don't go away, folks. From noon till one every sports Saturday, tune in to Cut the Nets on KCOU 88.1 FM with host Chuck Ryan. I think he's really changing how the game is played from the safety position. He basically played linebacker, too. And Zach Berman. Teams in the Warriors are just sort of sitting there like... 
Hello. As they talk sports along with producer David Kuntz. Jets hired Adam Gase. Like, they're not going to get better. For NBA. This is leading up to the Knicks going on a free agent binge this summer. Yeah, and, and then they're going to end up signing, like, Tobias Harris. NFL. The most bland, like, milk toast football that there is. Hey, they win. And Mizzou commentary. If Mizzou doesn't win, uh, it's tank mode. That doesn't work in the What do you tank for? Check out Cut the Nets, part of KCOU Sports Saturday, every Saturday from noon to one. Always shoot your shot. Hello, this is Alec Baldwin for Save the Manatee Club. In an animated TV show, I was the voice of a marine biologist dedicated to saving Florida's imperiled manatees. It was a lot of fun, but there's a serious side, too. Tragically, many of these gentle marine mammals suffer injuries or die from boat strikes, and their habitat is being lost. Manatees need your help. Please call 1-800-432-JOIN or visit www.savethemanatee.org. KCOU would like to remind you that Missouri Tiger football and basketball are brought to you by El Rancho. Catch every Mizzou football game and Mizzou men's basketball game on KCOU 88.1 FM and on KCOU.FM. While you are online, check out El Rancho's website at www.columbiamomexicanfood.com or visit them downtown at 1014 East Broadway. Thank you, El Rancho, for supporting KCOU Sports. Good evening. The game you're about to see is the most stupid, appalling, disgusting, and disgraceful exhibition of football possibly in the history of the game. Hi, I'm Kyle Jones. And I'm Cole Toussaint. Tune in to our show, KNC Sports, every Tuesday morning from 8 to 9. We discuss all the latest and greatest scores and stories from around the world of sports. Remember to tune in every Tuesday morning from 8 to 9 only on KCOU 88.1 FM Columbia or online at KCOU.FM. You don't want to miss it. Oh, this is absolutely ridiculous. KCOU would like to thank One to One Print Shop for their support. One to One outfitted our entire staff with custom performance polos and t-shirts, and they can do the same for your business or organization. To learn more, visit them at 1610 Paris Road or go to their website at one-to-oneprintshop.com. That's O-N-E-T-O-O-N-E printshop.com. Thank you, One to One, for supporting KCOU Columbia 88.1 FM. here on KCOU 88.1 FM. I am Matthew Terry, Chris Mitchell alongside me, James Stanley missing in action, MIA. On the milk carton, where's we, he at? We don't have a third because James is MIA. So it's just me and Chris. So we apologize in advance for the rest of the show, practically. Yeah, essentially. Mizzou women's basketball in the NCAA tournament coming up. They will be playing on Friday, March 22nd at 1 p.m., as the Tigers will be taking on the Drake Bulldogs in the in Iowa City in the Greensboro Regional. And this seven seed for the Mizzou women's team, maybe it's because we're biased, but it's a little bit lower than uh, people around here thought they'd be getting. Yeah, I figured like the talk of the talk of the water cooler was Mizzou was probably going to be like a five seed, right? Five yeah, or six that's seed? what I was anticipating, a five. 
But yeah, I get. I guess the NCAA had different plans. Much different. So, Who knows why? Yeah. So now they're going to play the f- uh, team ranked first in the Missouri Valley. I guess is that right? First in the Missouri Valley. Uh, I have no idea where Drake is. I know it's in Iowa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're the uh, excellent research here. Yeah, on, on, it says on here the they're listed. Your sports. It first says in here, Missouri Valley. They they're listed here as first in the Missouri Valley. They did lose to Missouri State. Uh, 94 to 79. They did lose to the Lady Bears, I believe, in the Missouri Valley Tournament. So so they've already lost to one team in Missouri. Yep. <laughs> Tiger's going to try to make it two. Yeah, let's make it two. Woo! I'm going to make everyone in the Drake women's basketball program despise the state of Missouri. That's right. If Mizzou gets past the Bulldogs, they will most likely be taking on uh, Chris Mitchell's fight in Iowa Hawkeyes. That's right. <laughs> and so uh, could get a fun little uh, Chris versus Andy Mitchell. That's right. Women's basketball matchup in the second round of the NCAA tournament. Does he even know that uh, they're in the tournament? I'll have to ask. I'll have to ask if he knows they're in the tournament. And a two seed, for that matter. Yeah. A very high seed for the uh, Fighting Hawkeyes. Yeah, they're good. Like, every time I would, like, uh, look at uh, scores around the nation, they were they were up on somebody and just staying there. Because, yeah. folks, I think they're that good. Yeah. We thought Mizzou would be a seven. And then we realized they lost to Green Bay and they lost to South Dakota State at home. Yeah. And that That'll losses hurt. like that probably tank your uh, tank your seating. Yeah, that'll take you out of the top five probably. Yep. So Mizzou will have to prove themselves in this tournament. And I was talking to uh, Salute Your Sports, semi-regular, normal fill-in, I guess, Kyle Jones. <laughs> friend of the show. Yes, friend of the show. I Mizzou the, also, I don't have the name job ready, so. Okay. Mizzou also has two familiar foes in the Greensboro Regional, regional alongside them. That's right. A potential Sweet 16 matchup against number six seeded Kentucky. Also in this regional. That's right. And the four seed in this Greensboro regional is Mizzou's biggest women's basketball rival. The team from the Columbia out east. South Carolina's the four seed. So we could get a potential if things fall. Mizzou, South Carolina, elite eight matchup. Ooh. Here in Greensboro, North Carolina. Well, I feel like this women's team already like cleansed their demon against uh, Kentucky. I would say that's true. And I did. I feel like would that qualify for South Carolina too, or is that still? They a, have very much not cleansed their demons against South Carolina. <laughs> okay, so they that's lost the, by like fifteen. That's right. Okay, I, I haven't played them since. <laughs> I was getting no. my. I was getting my. <laughs> it's so not done. Not it's slightest. still there. We're on. If this is like the Mummy series, we're on like Mummy Two right now. It's still the Mummy's still there. <laughs> oh, I, that is a reference that just flies right over my head. I don't even think I'm using it right, but I'm sticking with it. <laughs> That's how you know a reference is good. When you're like, it's a reference, probably not right, and no Absolutely one in this not. room gets it. But here nope. it is. The throwing it out there to make it sound like a deep cut. But yeah, it would be a, it would be very poetic, I guess, for Mizzou to like finally. Get the one up on South Carolina in the Elite Eight of all places. Yeah, but South Carolina, in order to get to the Elite Eight, has to go through one, in particular, very tough team. It is not Connecticut. It's not Connecticut. It is not Connecticut. Connecticut's actually a two-seed this year. That's right. Oh, how things have changed. Man, The you talk about, like, uh, paradigm shifts. Like, it's normally Ooh. death taxes UConn women's basketball. But UConn women's basketball, not even a one seed this year. Mm. What's happened? He's slacking. Is that, and that just shows you the state of that program. <laughs> we look at UConn and go, wow, they're not a one seed. What gives? Where's like the, <laughs> we're getting like multiple pieces on this. Yeah. Where are the long form essays? What I happened know, to like, UConn? Ha- 
Yeah, and that just shows, like, in order for people to say a sentence like, what happened to them, why aren't they a one seed like they normally are, <laughs> you have to build a program up to untouchable levels. And just be up there for so long. For so long. I mean, it's also an amazing statement when you can say, yeah, UConn hasn't won the women's basketball title in two years, and people are stunned. Astounded. Shocked. Ask any peon on the street, and they'll be like, no, say it isn't so. Exactly. And you'll be like, yeah, dude. For realsies. But uh, Baylor is the number one in this Missouri regional. Whew. In this Greensboro regional. The number one overall seed. Baylor Bears. The 31-1 Baylor Bears. And, uh, Who'd they lose to? That's a good question. I'm Time gonna, to do some research. I'm going to look it up right now. As I type along my computer. <laughs> okay. I've got it because so, I need something to do. Okay. Um, so as I continue to stall for time, Baylor, who won the Big 12 tournament like they always do because it's Baylor. Won Handily. It. Yeah, oh, yeah. I no, get The closest margin of victory was 18 points. <laughs> and that was in the championship against K-State. Oh. Yep. Oh. Ooh, partner. Uh, this one Baylor loss was to Stanford on the road. Oh, okay. Which makes sense. Baylor also beat Connecticut this year at home. Woo. So they are a very deserving one seed. And South Carolina and Missoula have to get past that Baylor team if they want to make the national if they want to make the final four. And then let's say this miracle run continues. And Mizzou finds them themselves in the final four. They're met with a potential one seed of Mississippi State. Back again. Mississippi State, who cleansed their demons of us. Oh, my God. Earlier. Back again. Of Mizzou, sorry. And then we might get the rubber match in Tampa on April 5th. However, it is way more likely that Mizzou goes out on the first weekend. <laughs> I think they can beat Iowa. I think they can beat Drake. I think they fall to whoever comes out of the, of the Raleigh portion. Of the Greensboro Regional, which is, of course, led by North Carolina State and Kentucky. Right. I feel like Drake is, yeah, it's definitely doable. Iowa's going to be, a, a like, uh, a waste hover because, you know, Iowa City and all that. Oh, yeah. That's, like, considerable, like, uh, home field advantage. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, beyond, if, if Mizzou can top that, they should be... Uh, oh, they should be golden. They should... That should I, be interesting pickings for uh, would you, regionals. Would you call a successful year, like... This season, what would you consider success in this tournament, Chris? Wow. Because um, I I mean, like, you'd think a Sweet 16 is a successful year, but that's a tough Iowa matchup. Yeah. It's, and Mizzou can really win tough. that game. They can beat anyone. We've said it a lot. But oh, that's such frequently a tough Frequently and often, game. yeah. Man, it'd be, <laughs> it'd be so much easier if they had, like, a top five seed, but... Um. I know. Yeah. But also, Mizzou kind of lucked out because the other two seeds are Oregon, Stanford, and the aforementioned UConn. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess you're right. Kind of glad they uh, ended up with Iowa. Yeah, I guess Iowa, options. I guess Iowa is the weakest link out and of I might these. just be throwing some mad disrespect at Iowa. But who knows? I mean, that's like saying Gonzaga is like the weakest link in this NCAA tournament. They're still like stupid good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, you know, they're still like, uh, if they play Duke, there might be some problems. Actually, never mind. What's there up? will not be problems if Gonzaga plays Duke. Yeah, Gonzaga beat Duke this year. <laughs> I was in a, I was in a unnamed Kansas City barbecue establishment when I watched that game. I was at home in uh, my lovely hometown of Green Bay, Wisconsin. Hey. All right. I think Mizzou beats Drake. I think they lose to Iowa. Yeah. That's what I'm. That's what I'm leaning on right now. And if they don't, if they beat Iowa, they defy all odds and beat Iowa. I think they lose to whoever's next. Yeah. Probably NC State. Yeah. But that's what I'm feeling too. Who knows? Maybe this team can find themselves playing in April. 
in that Elite Eight matchup. We don't know because this Mizzou women's team seems to change on a dime no matter who they're playing. So, on that note, that'll wrap up our women's basketball coverage for the day. Going to take another short break. When we come back, softball had a big weekend against 10th ranked Georgia. Mizzou baseball, we'll get into that later. Let's salute your sports here on KCOU 88.1 FM. We'll be right back. for something that smashes sports content and video game content together into one big late night radio sandwich listen to quarter circle backboard a show in which your boy chris mitchell brings you the latest and hottest in sports news that you like and video game news that i like every friday night at 11 p.m on kcou i talk about everything from football to basketball to street fighter to fallout to you name it is the worst thing up past your bedtime tune in and find out Looking for a fun night out in Columbia? Check out a concert at Cafe Berlin. Looking for that great brunch after a fun night? Cafe Berlin has you covered for that too. Check out their stacked concert schedule and brunch menu at CafeBerlinComo.com or check them out at 220 North 10th Street. Also, follow them on Twitter and Facebook at Cafe Berlin and on Instagram at Cafe Berlin Como. Saturday in Columbia is KCOU Sports Saturday. Tune in right here on KCOU 88.1 FM Columbia for all-day sports talk starting at 9 a.m. Cap off your sports Saturday with coverage of Mizzou football from the student voice of the Missouri Tigers. Don't just Saturday, KCOU Sports Saturday. When you're weary, feel it small. Last year, four million people graduated from Red Cross classes. One of them could save your life. Join them. Mizzou Softball and Baseball on KCOU is brought to you by B&B Bagel. B&B Bagel offers some of the best breakfast in Columbia and is conveniently located a few minutes off campus at 124 East Nifong Boulevard. For their hours and more information, visit their website, bbbagel.com, or call them at 573-442-5857. For updates on their hours and specials, follow them on Facebook and Twitter as well. KCOU would like to thank B&B Bagel for their continued support of KCOU Sports and Student Radio. Every Thursday morning at 8 a.m., KCOU 88.1 FM is the place to be. Make the most of your morning commute by tuning into The Cast, the Colton Anderson Sports Talk with me, Colton Anderson. Together with my partner in crime, David Coons, we break down the weekend sports with original angles and opinions you won't find anywhere else. There's no other place to be on Thursday mornings than the cast. The Colton Anderson Sports Talk with David Coons on KCOU.FM, KCOU on the TuneIn app, and of course, 88.1 FM, KCOU Columbia. 
Whether it be t-shirts for your charity event or jerseys for your intramural team, let one-to-one print shop handle your custom apparel needs. Need some inspiration in crafting a logo or design? Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at one-to-one print shop and check out some of their latest work. Or check out their website at one-to-oneprintshop.com. That's O-N-E-T-O-O-N-E printshop.com. One-to-one print shop is the place to get custom apparel in Columbia. KCOU 88.1 FM. I'm Matthew Terry. Chris Mitchell alongside me. No third because James basically skeeted out on us <laughs> and uh, has left us in the dust. How would you skeet it out on us? But yeah, just hasn't showed up. <laughs> so it's uh, two men. Salute your sports. That's right. It's been going on. It's going on to right now. It's also going on right now. Both Mizzou Diamond teams. Are playing baseball and softball. We'll start with a good for right now, Mizzou baseball. Up on an early 3-0 lead on the fighting John Morantz of Murray State. <laughs> Chris, they're up 3-0. I will give you one guess as to how Mizzou first got on the board today. Uh, sack bunt. No. Ooh. Obvious answer, Cameron Miser home run. Ooh, of course. How could I forget? Yes, of course. Cameron Miser hits a home run to go up 1-0, then a two-run double from Mark Veerling. Puts Mizzou up 3-0 in this contest where things currently stand right now. Luke Mann's one on the mound for the Tigers going up. He's, uh, Murray State, as of right now, has a man on third and one out because the start of this inning. Let me uh, let me just put you right through this, Chris. Okay. First put, man, put, me in the, put, me in, put me in, coach. Yep. First man walked in four pitches. Ooh. Guess how we got to second base. Uh, wild pitch. Pass ball. Okay. I guess I got to third base. Uh. Another pass ball. <laughs> ah. So Murray State's got a man on third. Okay. With no hits. <laughs> and one out after a strikeout uh, from Mr. Luke Mann. So that's how the uh, Tigers are doing right now in the baseball field. On the softball field, things are going a little bit worse. As they are currently facing the Bradley Braves. And the Tigers are losing that contest. Two to one. Oof. A homer from Rollin for Mizzou is their only run so far in this contest. A two-run homer from Bradley is their runs in this contest. Bottom of the second in that game, Mizzou up to bat again, down two to one. And it was a big weekend for softball. That's right. Hosting the number eight Georgia Bulldogs and uh, a electric end to this contest. Tie game going into the uh, last at bat for Mizzou and Emma Raby hits a walk off single to left field, getting the two one series win over the Bulldogs. That's Mizzou's right. first SEC season series or SEC series win since they beat Auburn at home last year. Whew. Man, big win, huge win, even I big win say. for the Tigers. Big series win. Yeah, especially for like a 
Tigers team who kind of like the baseball team, not projected to be super high and like the conference. They're not, they weren't projected to be good. They had a rough series when they went on the road to Tuscaloosa, losing all three games of that con of those contests. They're 30 or they're 13 and 11 right now, two and four in conference. Thanks to the big series win against an eighth ranked Georgia team this weekend, they're going on the road to face 13th ranked Kentucky Wildcats in Lexington, Tennessee. Mizzou going to try to keep that, Mojo running after that big series win. Mizzou baseball started SEC play as well this past weekend, and things went much worse for them, Oof. as is tradition. Going on the road to face the 10th-ranked Arkansas Razorbacks in Fayetteville, Arkansas, they lost all three games by a combined four runs. Oh, that just that just hurts your soul, man. Yeah, they hung with them. They, yeah, they did better than I thought they would. I thought they'd get capped by at least, like, five runs per game. Yeah. you Just imagine that whenever Sikama pitches, that game's going to be close. Right. And then the rest of the games are going to be bad. But that's <laughs> not what happened. Nope. Nope. Pitching held it down about, about as well as they could against a top-10 team. Yeah, the bats combined for five runs over three games, uh, which uh, will not win you many. That's not optimal. No, honestly. not at all. And also yesterday, Mizzou baseball played as well and got a very close win over it's the aforementioned Murray State. Yes, a two-one uh, win. Yeah, I thought I was reading like that, like for a second there, when you were like talking about the score. I was like, wait a minute, this says two to one, and, and I just remembered this website does not uh, update like live uh, scores. Yep. Uh, speaking of live scores, Murray State uh, getting that run across off a Womack double. Ooh. And so uh, Luke made a bit of trouble right here in the top of the second inning. That's right. If you like for the Tigers, so uh, if you want to listen to that game instead of listening to us ramble, or you could listen to us, us both at the same time. Yeah, it's true. Why not? Just we destroy got, your ears. Uh, got Chuck Ryan and Connor McCann on the call. That's right. And uh, that is on the C stream. KCOU, the brown box in the top right hand corner on KCOU.fm. Big game yesterday for the Tigers, like I mentioned, Art Joven with a masterful performance on the mound, seven and two thirds innings pitched, two hits, one run, no, uh, one run not earned. One walk and 10 strikeouts. Woo! 10. And, of course, Mark Veerling, the sophomore, second baseman with a clutch RBI, hitting the game winner in the bottom of the eighth inning. Goldman closed it out for the Tigers. Big win. See if they can keep it rolling tonight with another potential victory. That's going on right now. You just love to see it, folks. Oh, yeah, just love to see it. Mizzou this weekend will be going up against the Ole Miss Running Rebels. They will be visiting Taylor Stadium. Ooh. We'll have all three of those games here in KCOU. That's right. That should, be a, more, one. That should be a should be a good series. Yeah, it should be closer than Arkansas. Well, I say that now, but yep. in, in before <laughs> they clap Mizzou by like five runs per game like I thought Arkansas was going to do. So who knows? We looked at this, and Mizzou only has one conference opponent left that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> the SEC is strong for baseball. Yeah, it's and Kentucky. Mizzou is not. It's going to be bad. And the thing with Kentucky, too, is you can't even, like, sleep on Kentucky because the Kentucky really game. They last year. They just lost a lot. Yeah, and Kentucky gave them fits last year, so. Yeah. I'm, I'm not even going to count this as, like, a breather. I'm just going to count this as, like, a, oh, God, no. Yeah. <laughs> not again. Kentucky's the worst team they face. No. Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> ah. Ugh. All right. <laughs> that wraps up our baseball softball diamond coverage. We're going to take another short break. When we come back, we've got a big surprise for fans of a certain Friday late night show. That's right. Coming up after the break, you're listening to Salute Your Sports, but not for much longer. You're in KCIU 88.1. That was very foreboding.
Baseball is what gets inside you. It's what lights you up. You can't deny that. From college to MLB, join me, Taylor Renee, and me, Emma Hayes, as we discuss all things baseball on KCAU Sports' first and exclusively female talk show, A League of Their Own. Tune in every Tuesday from 4 to 5 p.m. on KCOU 88.1 FM Columbia or online at kcou.fm. There's no crying in baseball! Arr! We be under attack! Man the long nine! Prepare to be boarded! Flagship starboard bow! What? No, not by the enemy flagship. By garbage. The beautiful ocean be full of it these days. Many of folk don't know that when they throw their trash on the ground, it eventually makes its way into the ocean. So lend us a hand by always recycling and disposing of your trash properly. And learn more what you can do to keep the ocean healthy at keepoceansclean.org. Brought to you by the Keep Oceans Clean Alliance and the Advent. Whether it be t-shirts for your charity event or jerseys for your intramural team, one-to-one print shop can handle your custom apparel needs. If you need inspiration crafting a design, you can follow them on Facebook and Instagram at one-to-one print shop to check out some of their latest work. You can also visit their website at one-to-oneprintshop.com. That's O-N-E-T-O-O-N-E printshop.com. What is happening, Columbia? You're listening to a surprise edition of Quarter Circle Backboard. A solo show dedicated to the sports that you like and the veto games that I like. But of course, this time, I'm not alone. In the booth with me in the basement of the Student Center, I got friend of the show, Salute Your Sports co-host, Matthew Terry. Matthew Terry, talk on the mic for a second, will you? I love this music so much. <laughs> oh, my God, this is amazing. <laughs> so That's right. Yep. Uh, Chris taking the reins, quarter circle backboard, coming up for the next, like, 15 minutes. <laughs> That's right, it's time. We have nothing else to talk about. I've had enough. I'm probably not going to be doing a show on Friday night, so here we are. So what should we talk about? I feel like we should talk about the NCAA tournament just we a little should. bit. Got a bracket right here. I've got five of them in my backpack. Ooh, I should have brought my bracket out here too, so we could talk about it too. You can just use my. You can just use one of my brackets that I filled out. <laughs> yeah, pretend it's yours. Per, you just pretend it's mine. Perfect. I'd be down for that. All right. All right. So both of us have North Carolina winning the national championship. <laughs> 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 okay, but it's not about that. It's about who else we got. Exactly. Now I want to mention that this is not my first time on quarter circle backboard uh for the uh for those that listened on uh friday <laughs> when i may have called in may have called in uh, might have gone afk during his fifa game just not, to call the in the best part is i i didn't ooh and i was playing i went in, like away from my headset and was uh I was playing fifa i delivered an assist while i was playing <laughs> or while i was talking to you wow uh which just Goes to show how good I am at FIFA. Yeah. Is that I can just multitask. Just too good, y'all. But did that on Friday, which was very fun and very spontaneous. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Yeah. It's always fun getting calls. Okay. So what are like your biggest upsets you got in your bracket right now? So as of right now, I saw a stats uh, right after Selection Sunday. Thank you to Brandon Kylie on Twitter. And it said that 
in the last 20 years, all four number one, all four number two seeds have made it to the Sweet 16 only one time. Ooh. So I I'm thinking there's gonna gonna be one number two seed that loses in this first weekend. Ooh, and the so first I've been trying weekend. to and I, I've been trying to pinpoint which one it is. And my answer may surprise you as I clickbait uh, in talk in doc form. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is they may shock you. They may surprise um, you. As of right now, and I don't think I will keep up with this, but I have Tennessee losing to Cincinnati. Ooh, yeah. In Columbus on March uh, 24th. That's what I have written on my bracket, too. Yeah, <laughs> I know. What a surprise. <laughs> well, unlike my actual bracket, I think I had Tennessee losing in, like, the, sweet, the Elite Eight, I think. I want no part of the South region whatsoever. Oh. Not just, not for picking it, but by watching it. Oh. Uh, because there's Virginia. There's Kansas State without Dean Kane, without Dean Wade. There's Wisconsin. There's Cincinnati. There's Iowa. There's Tennessee. Purdue. There's Colgate. All of these no teams that Colgate. are, aside from Tennessee and Colgate, all these teams that are just not fun to watch. They're just like anti-fun basketball. There's like- so much, too much defense. <laughs> and I love a good old-fashioned Big Ten game as much as the next guy. I love a good old-fashioned Sunday at 2.30, 30 to 40 finish. <laughs> Live from the Cole Center. That's right. But I just don't feel like... Like, Wisconsin-Oregon's going to be bad. Oh. It's going to be an ugly game. I have Oregon coming out on top of that game. So you have I've been down on Wis- that. I've been down on Wisconsin all year. <laughs> I just... No part of that team screams that they're going to do much in this tournament. So, if you get someone to guard Ethan Happ, like, it's uh, it's over. It's, they don't have any outside shooting on that team. Hmm. Other interesting upsets that uh, your boy has. Belmont's over Maryland. In the first round, and I've Iowa State making their way to the uh, Sweet Six to the Elite Eight. Ooh, that's pretty interesting. With wins over Houston and Kentucky. Want to know what my uh, big uh, surprise candidate is? What is your big surprise candidate, Chris Mitchell? I got Auburn in the national title game. Ooh. <laughs> we were talking about this earlier with the aforementioned Almighty Colacasio. Yeah, he was just like, "Dude, what's the matter with you?" Colacasio, big Auburn fan. <laughs> big Auburn and fan. It does not like want to think about the potential of Auburn in the national championship game. <laughs> no, well, I don't think his heart could take it. Yeah. Uh, Duke, in my opinion, because we have to talk about them. Right. Uh, they're One of two things is happening with them. They're either losing to Michigan State in the Elite Eight or they're going to the national championship. Yeah. If they get to the final four, they're playing on Monday. Yeah. Only thing that could hold them back is like their three-point shooting because uh, – Cam Reddish, R.J. Barrett, not the most efficient shooters out well, there. <laughs> and I think that's what's going to hold them back. That's what's keeping me from picking Duke to win it all. Granted, I never picked Duke to win it all because mm-hmm. I'm a diehard North Carolina fan. That's right. And I'm a loyal North Carolina fan above all else. Hmm. But I just don't think that – I think that at some point Duke's three-point shooting will come back to bite them. I think the same thing about Auburn. Auburn can't beat anyone in the country with their, if they're shooting the way they shot against Tennessee – and over the course of the SEC tournament. <laughs> and I am terrified of that potential 1-5 matchup in Kansas City for North Carolina. Ooh, yeah. And if I had to pinpoint one spot that's not the Final Four for North Carolina to lose, it's that game. <laughs> like, if North Carolina makes it past Auburn, I think they can go, all, like, win the national championship. Yeah, I could see that. Because this is a very good UNC team that some, including myself, argue could have beaten Duke, should have beaten Duke. Yeah, and that it, ACC tournament game. Yeah, Carolina shot just a little bit better. It was, it was definitely close. 
Closer than uh, I guess people would have given him credit for since Zion came back. Yeah, and the way North Carolina shot that game, they shot like 42%. And their expected field goal percentage in that game was around 54. (laughs) The shots were just not falling for the heels. And because of that, I think that North Carolina is going to win the national championship. Call me a homer, because I am. Yeah, Call me biased, because I am. Because he is. But that is, in my opinion, what's going to happen. Yeah, I think Until it, that changes tonight. I think in both of my brackets, I got uh, Duke winning the national title. Just because, uh, man, unless you, like, triple team him, I don't see how you're stopping, like, Zion just, like, going beast mode. Unless yeah. you're, uh... But I think you don't have to stop Zion. You just have to stop everyone else. Just stop everyone else. Which I guess is... And they, everyone else can stop themselves. Yeah. The way they've been shooting. Yeah, Cam Reddish, RJ Barrier can definitely... I feel like they're going to play... Here's what's going to happen. They're, they're going to either... They're either going to cement their spots and like uh, as like lottery picks, or they're going to play themselves out of being lottery picks. Exactly. There's going to be no in between. Uh, looking at the the West real quick, uh, the Gonzaga Regional. That just seems this entire it has the Im- amazing Marquette Murray State matchup. That's right. Of Marcus Howard and John Morant, but it also features a lot of teams that everyone thinks will be upset <laughs> very early. <laughs> Yeah. A Gonzaga team that everyone's picking to lose to Syracuse in the uh, second round. Same here. Or a a Texas Tech team that people are just dying to see lose to Buffalo. <laughs> That'd be really funny. I got him in my final four, though, so. Gonzaga or, or Florida State? Uh, or, I'm sorry, Texas Tech. Texas Tech. I've been looking at that. I got them in, uh, I think, Florida State in my Elite Eight. So. That'll be a wild one, I guess. Oh, yeah. So, uh, that's that's at least personally my bracket. Yeah, I am uh, not expecting anything because nothing good ever happens to my brackets. <laughs> so maybe I should pick Duke to there's, ensure that they don't win. There's gonna be a lot of like red X's on my bracket on my fridge. Just be like the scribblings of a madman, <laughs> like a uh, like a Voyager whose expedition has gone so far off course, and it starts with uh, Auburn going to the national title game. <laughs> In before Auburn, like, loses to Kansas. Or, or Auburn can't shoot against New Mexico State and goes out in the first round. Honestly, though, that's what it feels like. I've been saying I've been saying this, like, all week, ever since they won, like, the uh, SEC tournament. So now I know it's for certain. They're like a toddler with a knife and a handgun. It's like, it doesn't matter, like, it doesn't matter who they play, wh- whoever they, it's going to end in disaster for somebody. May not be them. It might be them. might be the opponent. We don't know. All we know is it's going to end in tears for somebody. So watch out. They're going to lose by like 50 to Duke, I feel like, in the national title, though. (laughs) And like the ultimate fizzle out of glory. Anyways, let's talk about a little bit of video game news because there's some big news that came out, uh, I believe, yesterday or Monday. All right. What's the news? I'll do my best. It's uh, Google's new streaming service for video games. I did hear about this. It was teased as like a console, but it's not really a console per se, because I don't think it's like, I don't know. There's not going to be like a box you can buy. There's going to be a controller, though. But uh, these these specs are as follows. The Stadia, as it is called, will stream in 4K at 60 frames per second in HDR with surround sound over a 25 megabyte per second internet connection. For now, it will only work over Wi-Fi, but Google expects it to work on 5G connections in the future. You don't need to download a game and no special hardware is required other than a $35 Chromecast to play on a TV. So there's there's like a few things that I've been like thinking about. I've been mulling over over like the idea of like a, a console that is primarily just like streaming. So if like you're watching something on YouTube, which is like, you know, of course owned by Google, there could be an option to be like, hey, why don't you pick up where this person left off and then just play from there? 
I believe that is something that is something that was teased on a during like their uh, big keynote for it. Just being able to like pick up and play wherever you have like a solid internet connection. But that's really <laughs> when they were like, "Oh, all you need is just like a solid internet connection." I was like, "Stop right there, <laughs> go no further," <laughs> because just like the way internet service providers are set up, at least in the United States, it'd be very tough to have like a consistent like solid like um internet connection that would allow you to play game the stream games let alone like play them at 4k and 60 frames per second they were talking about even going up to 120 frames per second in 8k yeah it's sometime insane. in the future which would be insane and totally like you know not <laughs> feasible for anyone who is not trying to break the bank with their internet service provider exactly it's just there's just so many question marks especially if you like i don't know if you're living out in indiana or like the fields somewhere and you're trying to like stream street fighter 5 or something and you have to rely on like i don't know hamster wheel wi-fi yeah hamster wheel wi-fi i believe that is like the correct term there larry bird did some ads for him uh a <laughs> uh, little uh fun Funny story uh, before we go off the air because it is 454. That is true. Uh, about two years ago, I think uh, my good friend and a fellow Casey used to have for Chase Phillips. That's right. Uh, attempted to download uh, FIFA. I think it was eight, 17 or 18 at the time while he lived in his, well, he was at his hometown in Buffalo, Missouri. And if you haven't heard of Buffalo, Missouri, there's a very good reason for that. There's like 20 <laughs> people that live in that town. <laughs> but he tried to download like from the Xbox store, tried to download his game. It took him a week to download FIFA because his Wi-Fi was that slow. Oof. And we, we repeatedly joked, it would go up like 11% per day. <laughs> we joked it was Chase's hamster wheel Wi-Fi that couldn't get anything done. It was hilarious. Yeah, so basically for now, I'm just going to be, uh, I guess, like a little bit skeptical of this whole thing unless I can figure out a way to make sure you maintain like a solid internet connection while you're streaming. Because besides that, I'd much rather just purchase my own games and at least like have them somewhere. Yeah. As opposed to like having it be at like, I don't know, the behest of someone else's computer somewhere else. So, um, so how do you want to end the show today? Because it's time for us to get off the air. That's right. Want to do a quick statement? Um, yeah, sure. Go for it. Okay. I think my quick statement is going to be about Cuphead. It's a video game that's sort of like styled in like the sort of like 1930s like of Flasher film style, like those old like, you know, Steamboat Willie cartoons, that kind of stuff. Merry Melodies and all that. Uh, originally an Xbox slash PC exclusive coming to the Nintendo Switch. Cool. So I can finally play that because I haven't mean to play it for like ever. I just haven't had like the means to like play it. So I'm super excited for that and I can't wait for it to drop at some point. I'm trying to, my statement, I'm trying to listen to a little bit more of a variety of music. Okay. Uh, this year, so I went to one of my favorite bands that I have started listening to a little bit more, Arctic Monkeys, Ooh. over the past few weeks, and I'm listening to all of their old albums. And I stumbled upon their first album uh, titled Whatever They Think I Am, That's What I'm Not. And Whatever people say I am, that's what I'm not. And, oh, my God, I love this album so much. Um <laughs> It, it's still, I don't know if it displaces AM. It's my favorite Arctic Monkeys album. Okay. But, oh, it's, it's up there. And so on that note, that'll be it for us today. For Chris Mitchell, not for James Stanley because he didn't show up or text me back during this entire show. <laughs> or me. Yeah. For everyone at KCOU, to say good day. We will not be here next week. Spring break, so we'll be out of town. But the week after that, we will be back for more fun shenanigans and salute your sport hijinks. Stay tuned to KCOU. In the meantime, got more great content coming up this week and this weekend. Thank you for joining us today. Have a good night.